source for accurate, relevant, and thought-provoking astrological conversations in the podcast nation, the place where stars and minds align. Peace, you're now tuned into the Cosmic Convos podcast. I'm your humble host, Herut, and we got the good brother here, Brother Ra. How you doing? Oh, brother, never better, never better. How about yourself, King? Doing pretty good, you know, just, um, you know, just, you know, glad, you know, to have opportunity, you know, to, uh, you know, make these strides and, you know, build these businesses and, you know, be able to learn and, and stuff like that and, you know, see my daughter grow and everything like that. So I ain't, I ain't got no complaints. What about yourself? Oh, man, I'm loving it, brother. Classes are filling up quickly. Uh, the last of the class we're on now is on class seven, so it's really doing well. The students are picking up the knowledge quickly. Um, uh, it's just a beautiful thing, man, so I can't complain either, man. Not at all. Indeed, indeed, indeed. But before we get too far, I want to remind you all that this episode is brought to you by Pusha Forward Media Group and Calaprusha Astrology and our good people over there on Patreon. Um, Big shout out to the patron to the, our patrons out there, and uh, this week, you know, the patrons to get, you know, we, we're trying, we're trialing something out right now, you know, testing it out, you know, um, you know, with some video stuff. So all the patreons on there, uh, we'll we'll get this episode in video format as well. So if you want, if you want to see that, um, definitely, you know, hit up the Patreon and um, you know get to see the new stuff that we're trialing out. All right. Um, but for uh, Push It Forward Media Group, you can find us at Push It Forward on Instagram. That's P-U-S-H-I-T-F-W-D. And you can also get us on um, the web at pushitforward.com or whatnot. That's spelled just like the Instagram handle. Um, you can get us get in contact with us there. And um, brother, well, how can the people get in, in touch with you? Uh <clears throat> Same old, same old, same. Uh, Calaprusha Astrology at gmail dot com. Uh, you can hit me up on uh, Facebook uh, via Shechem Ra, or you can find me on Instagram via Shechem Ra as well. So either one of those would definitely tap my shoulder. Indeed, indeed, and you know what? Um, also speaking, uh, pushitforward dot com. Um, we we've also launched um, a new service as well. Um, you know, just basically printing NATO charts, um, you know, so you can you can purchase that on um, pushitforward.com uh, backslash Cosmic Convos podcast. We'll have that link in the Instagram, you know, uh, on our Instagram at Cosmic Convo. And, um, you know, we're running a little promo right now so you can go and get it for a good price right now. You know what I'm saying? Just make sure that you got accurate data and um, you should be good to go. A lot of people have been asking about that. So we finally um, got that put up there. So, yeah, go ahead and, uh, you know, do the chart service or whatnot. 
indeed. Take advantage. So, absolutely, absolutely. So, um, yeah, we got a lot of new stuff going on right now. So, you know, we we're 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 looking and trying to um, you know see where we could take the podcast. I mean, you know, it looks like we're gonna be quarantined um, again sometime soon, <laughs> right? So, you know, it's always an excellent time to you know expand your knowledge you know and uh you know get some good brain food so i I can imagine that you know the podcast would definitely get a lot of action um when we get shut down fully shut down again um (laughs) in the in the near future if you ask me (laughs) what now what you think brother well yeah you know uh we talked about this earlier you know and it's already kind of been foretold but you know we're gonna have some time some downtime definitely yeah and shot i wanted to say shout out to all the brothers and sisters on the inside right all the brothers on the inside i want to give a shout out uh oh yeah in pennsylvania <laughs> uh i think uh alabama uh dc dc uh yeah. my brother stayed on it's on it's on the inside it's a perfect world because you have all access to knowledge and you can study and, and build yourselves up on the end when you come out. So when you come out, you know, you definitely can be an avid uh, uh, student of astrology and use that knowledge to navigate, right, so that you can uh, better your lives. So, again, shout out to the brothers and sisters on the inside that's definitely listening to the podcast. Absolutely, man. Absolutely, man. That's a they having, they having uh, 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 podcast parties. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up, man. That's real good to hear. Real, real, real good to hear, man. I'm, I, I mean, I, I'm always amazed that, like, you know, I, you know, was teaching a class not too long ago, and you know, seeing, <laughs> seeing brothers and inside in the class, you know, this, you know, this whole digital era, man, is kind of you know, uh, made a lot of things possible, <laughs> you know, <laughs> indeed, man. <laughs> hey, don't stop to the casual drive, man. <laughs> Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Brothers in New York, uh, Philly, ATL, SC, DC, uh, South Carolina, DC, uh, all y'all behind the wall, loving it. Keep up to keep up the listening and spread the word like y'all been doing. We sure appreciate it, fam. So, so again, shout out absolutely absolutely um so yeah um you know we're gonna go ahead and you know start moving in today's topic because i don't have any questions you get any questions shot your way um brother uh, not really no we didn't get any questions which is a little different but you know hey uh, i'm sure we'll have quite a few after this one. <laughs> oh yeah it's relevant very relevant you know it's kind of like um you know right now where we see you know, all the different, you know, protests that's been taking place and different things like that. And, you know, definitely rest in power, George Floyd, um, you know, rest in power, Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Arbery and all the other, you know, uh, brothers and sisters that's been, um, you know, taken off this plane, you know, due to, um, you know, police brutality and stuff like that. But, you know, um, what's, what's, what's the situation has brought about is, you know, a lot of people are really starting to you know, look into, you know, kind of, you know, white supremacy and just white people in general and how they function and how they set up systems and different things like that. And, um, you know, we kind of wanted to give a kind of 
astro historical you know perspective you know on the matter you know with today's topics and you know to be honest with you these these shows are always my favorite you know what i mean um when we go through the ages um those those always are my favorite you know mine too man. topics to touch mine too yeah man because it's interesting man it's like <laughs> it is and you know it's it's almost to the point where you know the way the ages unfold just like the way the things unfold in um uh, you know, as far as the time is concerned, uh, right now, it, it, it's just the same. I mean, you, it's almost, it's undeniable. You can't argue it. You know, it's like history is, what do they say, best rewards your, uh, your research, right? I think Malcolm X quoted that, was once made that statement. When you something like that, yeah. Something like that, something to that effect, right? Well, history is always going to reveal that there is a cosmic connection between all events whether it be yeah. gross on a large scale or you know macrocosmic on a large scale or microcosmic on a small scale you know it's uh, the same pattern just expanded or contracted so it's always going to work it's always going to apply it's always going to yield some level of understanding because these are universal truths that we're that we're dealing with here indeed 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 so um you know today um we're going to talk about the age of aries the rise of the arian man <laughs> and mm. and and all other things involved or whatnot um so um i guess the first thing we could do is um where, where what's the, the the ballpark area that you're looking at as far as like when the actual age of aries come into play you know we was just talking about it but you know let's give people a kind of a, a range that we're looking at well uh each age uh lasts about 2160 years uh, yeah round rounded up it's really 2155 but 2160 right makes a nice round number which is uh inter uh you know you can multiply it and, and gain an understanding about the great year multiply it times 12 but each year, each age is about 2160 years give or take um and so <clears throat> you know we you notice um and here's the strange thing about it you know in in history uh there's only one culture one civilization that really kind of showed or emulated um and reflected what was in the heavens in regards to how they managed and governed their civilization and that that uh, civilization that that um, group of people called uh, the Comitians or Kemet or yeah you know, some people yeah. say the Ramech right mm -hmm. depending on you know who's speaking but um, they are the only civilization that inculcated astrology into the basic fabric of their civilization and culture and we know this because um in fact there's a couple of books out there you can research um great great reads for y'all um to kind of add to your library one of which is called uh, sacred science by swaller de lubich right mm -hmm. uh, excellent excellent book um it's kind of like uh the kind of metaphysical egyptologist if you will right 
Um, some of his background training is alchemy, and uh, he's a Rosicrucian as well. So his approach to Kemet is not the typical Egyptologist approach. He has a very uh, metaphysical um, perception or purview. Uh, and so in the sacred science, he goes through and explains a great deal of the ages. And uh, the ages always show um, some type of change or uh, insta- uh, destabilization when the ages fold over. So from the Geminian age to the Taurian age, that's when Narmer, right, yeah. appeared at that particular junction between around 4200, between 4400 to 4200 BC. That's the beginning of the Taurian age. And so 2,000 years ensue, and that's when the building of the pyramids ensued, right? The Taurian age was all about um, creating heaven on earth, right? Yeah. So the age of the Aryan, or the Aries, age of Aries, begins with an influx or a destabilization period in Kemet between the 8th and the 10th dynasties, pre- pre- probably, yeah, really the 8th and 10th dynasties. The 8th dynasty is a very small, known, minuscule I don't even think you want to call it a dynasty. Um, and then the ninth is very similar. The tenth mm-hmm. is the resurgence, and then the eleventh, twelfth, thirteenth, and fourteenth are considered the middle kingdom. So, during this period of time, however, um, our our epithets, our titles, uh, reflected the age that we were in. So, Montu was the great bull. Montu, Mentu, Men, Men, the great bull, right? The bull was the actual epithet, the title that the many of the Nasuts of the Shechem's held to show their kind of connection, their cosmic connection to the age that be. So we as a people always inculcated astrology into how we governed ourselves. Not only that, and that just goes to show that, and again, we did it, you know, we mentioned it previously that the temples were aligned to the star systems. No other civilization has done that. None. No. Right. And None. so, um, being that being said, I just kind of want to read a little something to the people like that gives me some, you know, some 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 understanding about why kind of people would say what they say. And racism is so deep, it's so profound, it's so uh, intrinsic in uh, the society and the educational process and the information that you provide to us as people that they even try to. Um, whitewash, right, history. And we're going to talk about that here in just a second when we get deep into the age of Aries. But uh, one of the things they try to do is to remove um, the sciences uh, uh, start um, in in antiquity in Kemet, meaning that they don't want to really admit Kemet is kind of like the foundation. They did for a while, then they kind of said, "Well, no, uh, that's not it. It's the Bab- it's the uh, the Sumerians and the Chaldeans." Well, this is out of a book called "The Cultural Unity of Black Africa" by Sheikh Anta Diop. It's the domains of matriarchy and patriarch of the domains of matriarchy and of patriarchy in classical antiquity. But a quote on here in page one one hundred says that the origin of the Chaldeans is no more certain than that of the Sumerians, although the first are more readily considered to be Semites. Mm-hmm. According to Diodorus Siculus, uh, Sic- the first human grouping to which Chaldea owes its name was a caste of Egyptian priests who I- who had immigrated and who had settling on the upper Euphrates continued to practice and teach astrology according to the principles transmitted by their mother caste. Mm-hmm. Right. So that just shows, right, that the people that the Sumerians, the Chaldeans, those people are the ones that came out of Kemet 
right? They came out of Egypt and went up and took the knowledge of astrology up into that area, not yeah. the other way around. And so, you know, I, sh- I say that to say that history, right? The knowledge that we have, um, they skew it so that you, and they know who you are. They know that was your civilization. They use these terms and these use these tricks and, and tricks of the trade to kind of circumnavigate. So you really don't think, oh, well, we really didn't found the science of astrology. I mean, there's all kinds of papers that really argue both sides, but we can mm-hmm. substantiate that our priests did not divulge knowledge to those of the profane. So obviously we wouldn't be telling any and everybody that, yeah, this is how you do astrology, right? <laughs> Just yeah. work out that way. Yeah. But knowing that right knowing that um history can be obscured um and lies can be told to kind of change the narrative um this is the the essence of this um mindset right is really dictated and understood in a book called yurugu by marimba ani and they talk about the seed of a culture the seed of a people right and it's called the asili it's the core of who you are and the core of who we're dealing with here, right, uh, called the Indo-European, right, or the slash Indo-Aryan. And there has been a lot of conjecture about the word Aryan and what it truly means. And it does actually mean area, which means to be noble or nobleman. Mm-hmm. But uh, this was adopted and stolen by the Indian Euro- Indo-Europeans as they made their way down the Caucasian steppes into the lands that were surrounding so there were some people that were Aryans prior to but they took that culture and adapted that name to themselves and have been doing so for probably the last 4,000 years yeah so getting deeper into it you know the age of Aries begins right around between 2200 to about 2000 BCE remember it takes 72 years for one degree to change right in the heavens so every 72 years is one degree we can say circa right or right around between 2200 to 20 to 2000 right i would lean towards in the middle right being the the real date because again we're talking declination and then declination is right around 2200 that we see that that shift remember these are stars so there's no deadline there's no real demarcation Right, but there is a way to say that okay, and declination right around twenty two between twenty two hundred to twenty thousand, that change and shift happened, right? And so what happens is we find that our ancestors made note of certain things that we can go back and verify that yeah. we were actually following this as a uh, means to kind of inculcate these things into our civilization. Well. In the twelfth the twelfth dynasty, right? Um, mm-hmm. The Commissions have the earliest known military campaign in the Levant, right? Going back to <laughs> short support that the people that were originally from Samaria, the Sumerians were from Kemet, who were migrating up into that area for many, 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 many hundreds, if not thousands, of years. Mm-hmm. So, knowing that, right? The earliest known military campaign in Levant is in the 12th dynasty. Now, remind mind you, the 12th dynasty begins in 1991, 1991 before Common Era. So right around 2000. Yeah. And isn't it, isn't it interesting that the first term or the first uh, uh, time that Amin is used in the titles of the kings is Amenemhet, 
the uh, Amenemhet, uh, which is the first king of the first of the t- uh, the first Nasut or Shechem of the twelfth dynasty. That's the first time Amen has been used in the title. Now, why would I say that? Well, Amen, right? Or Amun. Some people say Amun. Some people say Amen. Some people say Amin. It just depends on how you perceive it, right? But Amen, right, is represented by the ram in Kemet, right? And so the ram, right, denoting um, that that Aryan energy, right, Amen, and people say, well, why would Amen be associated with the ram? That's a whole spiritual understanding behind it. Um, we won't get too deep into that, but just understand that when our ancestors begin to see, to see the uh, the change of the clock happen cosmically, that large hand change, they change the names of the kings to make sure that they match the vibration as above, so below. And they did that for 2,000 years. Right. Some of the kings had different names, yes, but I'm in, I'm in Hotep. I'm in Hotep the second. I'm in Hotep the third. I'm in Hotep the fourth. This is all during the time period when the age of Aries or the age of the Ram was in play. Now, that's Kemet telling us that, you know, this is what's happening at the time. This is the age that we're in. The names would show you the age. The, the symbols that we use, we change from the bull to the ram. Rams mm-hmm. refined all the way up down Luxor, right? Or Karnak, right? So you can go back and see, like, this is what we used at that time when that energy was in vogue. Now, hmm, um, Amen right means the hidden but it also alludes to that which is unseen or that which is unknowable or that which is unknown the aspect that is the prime motivator behind all things but can never be seen right but the energy also requires for you to have an innate amount of peace right in order to handle that fiery energy in fact um correlating it to other things that particular aspect or part of the spirit is a ring past knot or cut off between the lower and the higher nature so yeah. that means that that particular energy zone that energy zone we call aries has to demarcate certain things that will require for you to have an innate amount of peace in order to handle the onslaught of that forceful energy that is embodied in a symbol called a ram yeah yeah right now getting deeper into it right Ares, right, which is the age we're discussing, is the god of war in Greek mythology. Right. Uh, in astrology, Ares is ruled by the red planet, the planet of iron, right? And it literally is a planet of iron. The red color is not just because the dirt is red. The red color is because the dirt contains iron oxide, which actually is akin to metal that's akin to Mars. Right? Yeah. I got the same blood. thing in, in, in Georgia, in the south, the the, the the, the uh, soil is very, very iron rich. Exactly. That's why it's red. So we got the red clay. Right. <laughs> so your blood is made of iron. Yep. Right? And that denotes, you know, that red color denotes that that heat. That in fact, um, Aries is known as the sign that has a fire burning constantly within. Right. And you know, isn't it strange that the Indo-European his main theme, his main epithet of of the divine was the sacred fire that never went out. <laughs> Strange, right? Yeah. Right? Aries being the fire within, the fire burning within, right? It's the energy 
of desperation. Most people don't know that. Aries is the energy of desperation. Can be. Right? It's aggressive. It's conquer. It likes to conquer. Right? It wants to win at all costs. It wants to be first. Right? It wants to do, to overthrow. Right? To dominate. Right? And so this is what we were witnessing when the onslaughts of the Indo-Europeans began to uh, come out of the caves and hills of Western Eurasia. And so um, when this happens, right, and, you know, I'm not here to bash anybody, but this is the truth. I mean, I have to say the truth, call it what it is. There's only one man that we know turns red, right? (laughs) Turns literally (laughs) bright red, right? Yeah. Um, blood comes to the surface of his skin and shows right uh, his true nature mm-hmm. and so that nature was birthed in in in, in the caves and hills of a cold region called mm-hmm. called the Caucasus mountains and yeah. in that particular environment in that embryonic state that they were in they learned to develop the need for survival mm-hmm. right and that in order to survive you have to literally Right, you have to take no. There's no. There's no. Uh, Eat no what you path. kill. Yeah, kill or be killed. Yeah. And so, understanding this energy is now being released upon the planet. Right before we have an energy of peace, calmness, the placidness of Taurus, the, mm-hmm. the peacefulness of the bull, right, the nurturing of the cow, right. That is the energy that we had, and this, all of a sudden on the scene where did this come from energy manifest right around 2000 bce Hmm. so here's a strange thing now kemet right we held our own for a while right we didn't really fall asunder uh to the waves and onslaughts of uh, the indo-european we did have some run-ins with an individual some individuals called the hex shoes right or the shepherd kings Mm -hmm. right and they were the called the Asi- the the low wandering Asiatic. Right. You know the 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 interesting. I don't know if I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but the, the interesting thing about um, just that whole time period is um, you know one of the key characters out there at, during that time period, one of the um, key queen mothers, um, Amesh Nefertari. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know. I most um, I most said Nefertari, yeah. I most yeah. said that's the ones that removed the hex shoes, right? Yep. Sixteenth, seventeenth you know. dynasty took heads, right? Mm-hmm. During the age of what? Aries. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then right after, what was the name of the, the titles of the kings right after? Amen. They started mm-hmm. using Amen. Like yeah. right. That was a big thing. Because she 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 reestablished that that priesthood, the Amen priesthood, the Amen priesthood, right? Yeah, which was the most powerful priesthood in Kenya, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So, <clears throat> understanding this, right? You know, Kemet, like I said, we held our own. We had a few incursions. You know, we had like some bleeps on the radar screen before we had our 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 heyday go away, right? But uh, nonetheless, right? And this. It, the age of Aries is when we fall. Mm-hmm. Right. It's not during the age of Pisces. We were already conquered at that point. Mm-hmm. Right. We were yeah. already in bondage. And the age of Pisces we discuss is the age of bondage. Right. Yeah. 
right? But the people that carry the baton, the race, and here's the thing, they call it a race. Well, where are the demarcations in the race? You know, when you have a race, you have demarcations. You have a first leg, a second leg, a third leg, right? And then the final leg, right? So someone's running a race. Mm -hmm. Someone knows that they're in a race and that time is a factor. Yeah. (laughs) Why would you call it a race? Yeah. Right. And where are we racing to? And what is the end goal? What is the end game? The end game is a he who has the baton when the when the game, when the when it switches has the rulership for the next 2160 years. Yep. Yep. See, we knew how to play the game long, the long game because we ruled for a whole couple of ages. Right. Yeah. So we knew about that. That's why we had dynasties, because that's the race, right? Mm-hmm. Passing on the baton to make sure that you can stay the race, right? So, and no racial issue came about until the age of Aries. <laughs> Somebody knows something you don't know about yourself that they know about you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right, but back to good old Aries, right? So, right, it's the energy literally that causes us to um, leap forward and spring out without any forethought or consideration. And that's exactly what the Indo-Europeans did. Now, Indo-Europeans didn't only just tap our shoulder. In fact, they tapped the rest of the world's shoulder at the same time. Yeah. Now, give or take, right? This is something that is a new thing in the world, right? We had battles and we had wars, but not in this, not on this scale, not in this. Not um, pure, like um, imperial, mm-hmm. you know, drives. Mm-hmm. Inter skirmishes. Yeah. But I'm talking about here, you know, you got the rise of people wanting to dominate, you know, lands mm-hmm. that, <laughs> that, that, that that they don't have any connection to. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. none whatsoever. So mm-hmm. taking that into consideration, right, we can go to India, right? Yeah. And India is where the fingerprints are, right? <laughs> That's where we could find the murder weapons. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because they leave a trail right, and a trace. And India, right, is an amalgamation of cultures. Yeah. Right. It's it's two simultaneous cultures. You know, um, the book I read earlier, Cultural Unity of Black Africa, in that book they talk about the cradle theory. Right. And there's two cradles, the northern cradle and the southern cradle. Now, the southern cradle, right, does extend into India, right, the Indus Valley. All of those individuals before the onslaught of the Indo-European or the Aryan race, Aryan race um, are dark. Mm-hmm. I mean, purely black people. They're of the Australoid. I believe they're more of the Australoid type. Um, and um, the Australoid type is intermixed with the Africoid type. They're still both black. Right. Don't when I hear when you hear Australoid, you're these are the Aborigines I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. 
but the aborigines have a whole dream time culture they have a whole mystic myst, they have a mystical order they have an initiation system too yeah mm-hmm. just don't know about it like, and, and isn't it and isn't it odd they were fine until someone came knocking on their door in the 1800s <laughs> in fact most people don't know that australia was founded by the criminals that were exercised out of europe out of out of england that's why the flag of australia has the english flag in the corner yeah they did a lot of that here too especially in georgia you know a lot of the people that they brought to georgia Mm -hmm. um initially were um cons you know people that were in prison Mm -hmm. and stuff like that they released them all here (laughs) right so you see i mean and this is the culture that we're this is the this is the aryan culture we're still under an aryan culture right yeah you just can't see it per se right but you know the in india i see an illusion oh yeah smoking (laughs) mirrors right yeah this is still all aryan trust me right (laughs) um but nonetheless right in india is the telltale sign this is where we can go back and say okay we see the evidence there is a book called the mahabharata (laughs) you know what the mahabharata translating the actual translation of the word is the great war great yeah now come on i didn't say a little war (laughs) (laughs) this is a big this is something big right it's something we've never dealt with before right and so the mahabharata is written and in the mahabharata are smaller stories the bhagavad-gita another story about arjuna who is a black man krishna who is a black man fighting off these onslaughts of europeans coming in it's in the bhagavad-gita it's in the ramayana right it's in it's in the ramayana in fact in the ramayana right there's a there's a a, there's a there's something that's stated in it right and let's see what it says right it says ram saw his mission and the great destiny of his race from that moment he no longer hesitated instead of igniting the spark of war among the peoples of europe he decided to take the best of his race into asia Ram, striving after the divine science, had traveled into the southern countries where, he, where, where the priest of the black men had revealed part of their secret knowledge to him. Upon returning to the northern country, he began to impart the knowledge of the sacred fire to his race in hopes of putting an end to the cult of human sacrifice, which was increasing among his people, for he saw in, for he saw in this the ruin of his race." Lighted fires kept burning for several months on the mountains were the signal for the were the signal for the mass migration of all who would follow the, tre- the tremendous migration directed by the great shepherd of peoples slowly started to move depart slowly started to move departing in the direction of central asia towards the caucasus mountains where there existed several cyclopean strongholds of the black men which had to be captured i'll stop there <laughs> Right, that's out the Ramayana, written fifteen hundred years, written fifteen hundred before Christ, before Common Era. Right, that says right there what happened. There's no gray area. We don't have to wonder. We don't really have to. Not, at that point, we can pretty much surmise. Okay, yeah, this is this is kind of what went down in fifteen hundred before Common Era. 
Now, again, 1500 is four to 500 years after the age of Aries begins. So they're in full motion. This thing is yeah. taking off. Right? Yeah. <laughs> right. Now, you know, what are the telltale signs? Like, what do we kind of look for as markers for this thing here? And the Aryan traits are this. Number one, they're a warlike culture. Yeah. Right. You look back in history prior to very little war. Right. But when this particular man hits the scene, war begin. War, I'm talking about massive wars. Right. Number two, he segregates by color and caste. Right. Automatic. He comes in because he can't. He understands that by breaking you down, he can control you easier. Right. So segregation by color, by caste. They have a Varna system. A Varna system, literally Varna means color in India. This was not present before the This was not present before the Indo-European. Yeah. So again, right, showing the telltale signs, right, of the 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 the, the red man really he is a, the, the red man i don't say the native the native americans not red right he's kind of brownish red but the real the one that's red i'm talking about just red you slap him he's red the red man right might even be able to call him yellow he turns all of them right? oh, well, well, i'm talking i'm talking i'm talking about the the native the native americans oh, right 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 yeah 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 right more or less right yeah. but none, the other telltale sign is that he subjugates his women yep right these are telltale signs of the of the Aryan Indo-European uh, paradigm, right? Another telltale sign is he has a lack of respect for nature, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he just doesn't care about the planet, wherever he is. I mean, like, what do you mean? Like, well, think about it this. Why do you think there's two reasons why, well, really more, three Three primary reasons why fire was so important to these people. Number one, of course, it keeps you warm in the cold, right? Obviously. Two, right? Now, as you cook your food, which is something that they really kind of got wind of when they got hold of that sacred fire. Ah, we can cook food. Mm-hmm. The third thing it does is it burns the dead bodies. Yeah. They, it's almost like another telltale who's who. Is they don't yeah. bury their dead. They burn them. Right? So you're wondering all you folks are running out there to cremation and cream yeah. That's a Indo European tradition. We bury our dead. Yeah. Right? Another telltale sign is the battle axe, weapons, weaponry. Right? They are adept at creating. In fact, battle axe culture literally leans into this particular um, statement from their particular perception of how they how they rule and how they operate they have literally the lust and love of weaponization of things and this yeah. goes back to that Asili that we talked about mentioned in that wonderful awesome voluminous book called Jerugu read that book y'all right can, can you get a spelling on that yeah, why you are you G U U Ru Gu by Marimba Ani. Right. Um, the other thing is the the telltale sign of the Indo European culture is the domestication of the horse. 
right? Hmm. That's straight up telltale sign of European culture. Before that, no horses were being ridden like that. Yeah, we didn't have them. Hmm. We, we had donkeys. Yeah. Uh, those, uh, we didn't have A chariot, right? Comes mm-hmm. from this culture. So understanding these things, right? These are the telltale signs. When you go back into history, for example, we go into the Indus Valley, Mohenjo-Daro and Harappan civilizations, right? They were a pastoral people, right? Um, in fact, one of the really interesting things that you should probably try to find if you can is a book called The Most Ancient Aryan Society. It was given to me by a good brother friend of mine named Kimmet many years ago. And uh, didn't know what quite had in my hands until I uh, really started reading and studying, and it was a mind-blowing read. Uh, it's written by an individual called Ram Chandra Jain. Now, here's the thing: anybody that's not European, that's not from the the country, country called Bharata, is really called Bharata, right? That's the proper name. But India, from the Indus Valley, right? That's the mm-hmm. name, the name they kind of, or the Sindhus. There's a lot of reasons why they call it India, but nonetheless, right? This man, Ramchandra Jain, is from India. There are individuals that are outside of India that try to counter the Aryan invasion theory. Now, isn't it strange how we have all these different testimonials, books, whole uh, epics about war in the time when we say when the Aryan age begins? right around 22 i mean in the book every single date is right around the second millennium bc every major change in fact let's read a little bit right uh it talks about it says these cultural periods are dated this is page 90 that these cultural periods are dated right around 2100 bc mm, isn't that strange <laughs> these gray ware people are sub- sub- subsequently found further East at Shah Tepe, Tuaran Tep, Namango uh, Tep, and Askabad. The traces of these same folk have been found in Afghanistan and Nadi Ali. The people connected with the Grey Ware were new and warlike invaders of martial character organized in tribal collectives who violently destroyed the indigenous cultures and civilizations. These collectives came sheep and horses as as is evident from numerous bones of sheep and horses found in the Tripoli region. The herds and flocks of cattle were commonly owned. The tribal collectors were presided over by supreme tribal leaders. Chieftains at ha- Chieftain's house at Feladesini in Tripoli region, proper princely, princely tombs at Mykop and Sarkaya in Russia, Turkestan. Uh, t- uh, Tauring Tep in northern India, Iran, Alaka Hayuk in Asia Minor, and less royal tombs at Hisar III and Shah Tep clearly reveal the collective and, and martial character of these tribes and their leaders. Their mm-hmm. chief weapon of war was the battle axe. Multiplication of weapons was the chief instrument of these patriarchal warlords who constantly waged wars to gain military conquest and political supremacy for the preservation and growth of their tribal collectives. The violent upheavals of cultures in these times attested by archaeological finds tell the same and similar story everywhere in these regions. <laughs> so again, right, showing that the Aryan, right, Indo-European, was responsible for the shifting and and change the shift and change of the whole paradigm that we are still in dealing with to this day. Right. <laughs> 
again, right, the culture shows they break things down, right, through separation. What do they do? If you ever read the Willie Lynch letter, it's the same thing. Yeah. Right? It's no different. Now, we don't have a quote-unquote caste system because is an amalgamous race where there's a clear demarcation sign between black and white. But they did create a caste system inside of the American culture. Mm-hmm. That's what you ever hear of individuals saying, well, he's a quadroon, octoroon. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. And so they would break these things down. Quad, meaning a fourth. You got a fourth of black blood. Octoroon, you got an eighth of black blood. Because they didn't even talk about half. Because if they said half, you was black. Right. They say a half room, right? <laughs> right, or, right. You follow, right? So yeah. they, they knew if that black blood hit, boom, you black. But if you got a quarter, mm, well, we can do you quarter. We can call you a quarter room, right? Or octa room, right? Mm-hmm. Because they knew that that black blood is still so potent, even a fourth of it in your blood, right? Is gonna have some action, take action, right? Yep. Yeah, they even had those. They had, you know. Octoroon and quadroon societies where they, you know, man, married each other. <laughs> come and... on, man. <laughs> like, this, yeah. is, this is real, right? Yeah, they did, they did the same thing in India, though, too. Absolutely. Well, they I got mean, it wasn't, it wasn't, the, wasn't the same name, but they, you know, they, they function the same, same way, thing, yeah. Right? The Dalits mm-hmm. is us, right? Mm-hmm. The, sh- uh, the Shudras, right? The Dalits and the Shudras are the bottom class, right? Then you have the Vaishnas, right? Which is the merchant caste. A little lighter. Right, mm-hmm. and they can do business, but they can't run nothing. Yeah, and you have the Kshatriya class, which is a little lighter, right? And those are the priests, kings, soldiers, right, warriors, and so forth. Right? I'm mm-hmm. not not the kings, soldiers, warriors, and uh, the the uh, the the military, right? Then you have the Brahmins, which is the white caste, right? They're the top, right? Yeah. And so they're the priests, the educators, and so forth, right? Now. You could take away the color system; it would work fine, right? Because all are necessary, and no one would be less important than the other, more important than the other. But when you add color to it and demark demarcate things based on um, skin tone, and then allow not allow that skin tone to utilize and access things that are uh, beneficial to it, then you have this this uh, this imbalance of culture, and this is what they do naturally. Right? Mm-hmm. And this is built into their system. It's not personal. People think this is a personal thing, like they're doing this deliberately. This is not something that's done deliberately. This is something done from a very deep-seated fear. Mm-hmm. Right? In their DNA, in their genetic makeup, is the need for survival. If you understand survival, survival is only saying that I am scared or I am fearful. Yeah. They are a xenophobic culture. We are a xenophilic culture. Xenophobic means they are fearful of other, of other people. We are xenophilic. Open arms. Come in. Hospitality is the name of the game in ancient cultures. If you were hospitable, you were considered divine. Yeah. Even in your Bible, they call them the heavenly what? Host. Hmm. Right. So understanding, right, the culture, right, dictates, right, now our culture is the very opposite. We take care of our women, right? Um, They're nomadic. We are um, sedentary, right? We settle. We settle areas. We cultivate the land, 
right mm-hmm. they go from place to place yeah i mean that's i mean that's one of the I mean that's one of the major region reasons why you know they're trying to conquer Egypt is is for its agriculture you know prowess because <laughs> they, they, they literally a honeypot right it, and it's deep when you think about it. I think I might even said this in the last one that you know one of the main crops you know out of um, Kemet was uh, wheat mm-hmm. and then now you see Rome. You know, uh, they 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 they're, they're known for their pasta and bread products. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> right up the Nile, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, Egypt was their bread basket, literally, mm-hmm. yeah, literally, and not only a bread basket, but their basket for everything. See, here's the funny thing: they didn't go to Babylon and learn that much knowledge about astrology. They came to Kemet. Yeah, strange because you would think you would go to the inventors. I would, right? If I want to know the the real deal, but they went yeah. to Kemet and they testified, they sweared that the Kemetians were the ones that invented the science. Then you have Nuke Bauer coming in and his pseudo crazy racist purviews, right? That say that no, the Babylonians invented it, and that, right, you can tell I have a, a thing with that because it's mm-hmm. just clearly <laughs> it's, it's it's easily seen, right? When you start yeah. doing the research. But um, and Nuke Bauer, he didn't do too much research, except he, I mean, he did enough to, to actually uh, see the information, but not understand it, right? And not understand yeah. the backdrop on where it was coming from. But nonetheless, right, we can speak all day about how the European and um, this uh, racial mentality um, has been, has plagued on us on so many levels. I mean, just dealing with uh, police brutality, right? Um that shows that we are still underneath the Aryan rule, right? We're still underneath the Indo-European, Indo-European's mindset, because in yeah. Africa we didn't need police systems. That's that's and that's that's you know, um, a lot of people they they can't even think of a a reality where you don't need police. It's hard. Need, it's I, hard to conceptualize. Yeah, <laughs> or prisons. Right. They call it a criminal <laughs> justice system. Right. Yeah. Not a justice system. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. You would just call it the justice system. It's a criminal justice system because it's criminal yeah. intent. You label something properly, then you can mm-hmm. understand what it is. It's a criminal justice system. It's not just. Right. It's a criminal system that deals with <laughs> the justice of a, of criminality, not justice. Yeah. Because if, yeah. if you know criminality and you know, for example, I'm feeding you diets that are laden with sugar, laden with dyes, laden with pesticides, laden with all kind of dis- dis- disgusting things that are going to change your mental and uh, neurological makeup. And they know these things because they've done studies to show that when they reduce, reduce or remove certain things from the diet, the prisoners calm down. Yeah. And if they know this, why would they continuously deliberately do this? Because they understand that a man that can't think, can't reason, and he can't reason, he can't extricate himself from the circumstance that he's in. Yeah. So you keep them fighting. You keep them at each other's throats. You do little small things to keep them going back and forth between one another. And so then you create a culture inside of another culture inside of another culture see prison systems are a subculture of a subculture of a subculture yeah 
Right. And they and think about it. You know, when you have a petri dish, you're creating a culture. So they know that these walls will create this type of cultivate this type of thing, this diet, right? Think about the walls constantly gray. Right? The the the, the everything in there is designed to literally reduce your humanity to nothing. <laughs> so in essence, right, understanding that you're dealing with a criminal who's applying his justice system to you, which is criminal in and of itself, that shows you that bar none, we're still underneath the Indo-European rule. Women just have rights within the last 100 years. Women's yeah. suffrage was is only 100 years old. Yeah. Yeah. You see what I yeah, mean? Yeah, man. It's, it's evident. Right? <clears throat> I mean, the United States of America... Right, who is a sad descendant, by the way. Right, yeah. United States of America, right, produces more military. It spends more on the military than any other nation on this planet. Yeah, combined, actually, you can add them all <laughs> up, and it still doesn't even come up to close to what United States of America spends a mer- uh, spends a year militarily speaking. Right. So, again, right. Taking into consideration these things. Right. This all shows that this is a, that what we're dealing with is a spillover. It's an Aryan mess. Right. And the problem is not really it's a symptom. Right. The problem is you and I haven't woken up to the reality of who we are. And once that happens, then things fall into place fairly quickly because you don't rule for four thousand years and then not be uh have the ability to be successful at some other point in time right yeah there's no culture known on earth that has ruled that long Mm -mm. not one not even china may be close because they have a dynasty dynastic system but their dynastic system didn't go nearly as far as kim no the um i mean even if you were to combine um, Rome and take it all the way today. It still doesn't add up to it four thousand years. It's, we got we still got two thousand more years to go, <laughs> right? Because we ruled that long. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you know, it just shows that when you do have power, right? You have knowledge of self. You have command over your 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 everyday uh, living, right? And you expand that to. Uh, gain command over your community and then gain command over your your city and then ex- expand from there. That's how they all start. They all, all these things start this way, right? So if you just do your neighborhood, you do your home, right, and change little small things. Yes, we are still in the Aero, uh, Aryan Indo-European paradigm, but changing it from slowly from within, that's just like a Trojan horse, right? Yeah, change little small things, and then next thing you know, the external changes disappears. In fact, that's how a lot of um, transsexuals change their opinion. It's not the pill; it's the thought that changes the external. Mm-hmm. Right? These things are known. Right? You can change your physiology based on your thinking. Yeah. So, yeah. how have we changed our physiology based on the Aryan way of thinking? Right. Yeah. How many divorces? How many divorces have happened because of an Aryan disposition or an Aryan mindset or Indo-European mindset? Divorce, diet, 
right? Your religion, right? Mm-hmm. Your religion, right, is Indo-European. Anything that subjugates the woman is Indo-European. In the Bible, she is a doormat. She is. In fact, in the beginning of the book, she's blamed for the whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Curses her heel. Right? I think think we brought this up last time. Um, You know, back to kind of like the origins of how how they came up in the world. Mm -hmm. You know... if we actually no, this was actually the um the polygamous episode. Right. Um where I mentioned it. But you know, um you're in a cold, frigid, you know, environment, <laughs> you're following herds and stuff like that. Um, you know, that I could I, I'm not saying that I agree, not at all, but I could see where their disposition towards women develops from if your whole mindset is based on survival. Yeah, and you know you don't, you know what I mean that it doesn't bring a value. Versus contrast with us, you know, women are the ones who, you know, put in the foundation for agriculture to be let us sit down and be able to feed thousands of people and and build civilizations and you know to have that that luxury to be able to do that. Absolutely, I mean the basis. You know? woman is the basis of mathematics. She is the mm-hmm. basis of mathematics. See. The woman understands cycles much better than men do. Mm-hmm. She internally knows that every single time this thing goes around, I'm going to have something happen. You might as well start counting. <laughs> right? Trying to figure this thing out. And so they yeah. will follow right, their own in- internal changes with the external changes that would happen and begin to measure, right? And realize that there is something called math, right? And begin to understand that there is a process, a time, a repetition, right? A a up and down, a ebb and flow. And this is where the spiritual systems of the African comes from. Mm-hmm. Whereas the European is fear, right? So thou shalt not. <laughs> well, I mean, he, he tells you, you know, he tells you, you know, my God jealous is God. Uh, jealous. <laughs> he, t- he tells you straight up what he, what, you know, what's their, what, what rules their mind. Straight up. <laughs> no, no gray area there, right? Yeah. So, you know, this just goes to really highlight, right, and show, right, the depth of how that particular age has transformed the earth, not only from one era, but is in still still is in play in a whole nother era. And the craziest thing is is disorganized, right? It's, 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 it's disorganized, but at the same time, there is a hidden organization behind it. Strangely enough, how do certain people stay in power and how certain people not come in power? <laughs> because someone's using something. See, everyone's it's called leveling the playing field right if we don't level the playing field there's no sense of talking about any type of rights you can talk about rights all you want you could talk about human rights you could talk about civil rights you could talk about gay rights you could talk about any right you want yeah <laughs> doesn't change anything 
You're underneath a paradigm. You don't change those things unless you change in groups and you create a snowball-like effect, which then they can't stop. That's the secret of how you shift the baton to hand to the hands. You have to know, number one, there's a shift. You, there's a race. We are in a race. There is, We are, as a people, here to do something for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Then you can do something for someone else. But we are here to do something for ourselves. First, we're here to get over our small, petty differences. That's what the Aryan age woke up a lot of our issues see it's just a symptom yeah but you have deeper issues that you have to resolve as a people and these small yoruba and uh um uh little small uh uh, uh yoruba um uh, akan um type of skirmishes or i mean even in kemet think about in kemet it's just like in kemet when you had the nubians and you had the commissions they were the same people i don't know how european scholars trick people <laughs> into believing that the commissions weren't the same stock as the nubians and they even put it on the wall that we're the same stock but yeah. it's like the germans and the french they're both white they both come from europe they're both neighbors but they ain't the same Right, mm-hmm. but they share some similarities. It's the same way back then, and it's the same way in other. Uh, the Akan have many similarities to the Yoruba in their intrinsic belief system. Right, it's still one. That's it. All comes out of Kimin anyway. Right. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so you know, understanding that we need to get over our small differences. Europeans get over small differences, and they make big differences among other people and small differences. They know how to use this because they know they've learned it with themselves. Remember, I just read to you that they've been practicing this for, for they've been practicing this for a long time. They understand, right? In fact, the word gang, G-A-N-G, comes from the word gaina. Gaina, right, is literally what they would call their tribes. So their tribes mm-hmm. were called gangs. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, it's in, straight up. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, whoa. Right? Ganesha. Ganesha. Gan. Mm-hmm. It's to push through. Right? That's what a gang does. Right? So, you know what I mean? Like, it's real deep when you start studying the origins and etymology of words, right? To understand where these things come from. Yeah, gangs comes out of an Indo European thing. Because it's a tribalistic thing. That's, again, one of our problems. They just exacerbate the problem. They highlight the problem. Oh, these guys don't like these guys because they do this and this. Well, just just push that, push that agenda yeah. a little bit and yeah. let it take root. And you don't have to do much else. As I tell yeah. Crypt and Bloods, there's one color you're missing. The red and blues at each other, but there's something there <laughs> that's instigating the two. And it's on your flag. Right. Red, white, and blue. Mm-hmm. Same <laughs> things with folks and disciples. Same thing, right? Yep. Keep us separated. Keep us divided. They know that. They have yep. that ability. So studying your enemy, knowing your enemy, knowing where your enemy comes from, knowing how long your enemy's been on the scene, knowing his traits. Remember, going back and studying culture, knowing those seven basic traits that he, he displays, six he basically displays. 
See if you find it in little things that you have around you. See if you see it in movies. See if you see it on TV. Right? Because then you begin to understand that there's an acely, there's a seed inside of you that literally is causing us to do these kind of silly things called crips and bloods, vice lords and folks and all and disciples and all that. That's all European mindset. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, I leave it at that. I think we really touched on the age of Aries extremely well, right? Uh, we've gotten some pretty good credence and get some good information for people to stand on. Um, what do you think, my brother? So, yeah, I think this is this is definitely uh, going to be going to be one of them classics, indeed. Um, yeah, man, because it's, it's 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 relevant. I mean, it's you know sometimes you can get you can get heady with astrology and you know get bogged down and you know this yoga and this this and that you know but when you, you come down to when you look at it you know in the context of you know actual life you know then it really starts to hit you know, home come alive to you you know yeah yeah, yeah it hits home yeah mm-hmm. yeah so indeed you know uh, so so that begs the question though right so you know uh that that we, we're gonna hit another one of those marks in the next you know few centuries or whatnot so you know what do, what do you think that looks like for the 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 darker darker people on this planet <laughs> well remember i said whoever has the baton right mm-hmm. holds the key to that to that era yeah who do you think holds the baton now well, that, that baton is kind of shaky right now. It's, it's, I'll tell it's, you who holds it. Right? <laughs> Asia uh, holds it. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Asia's yeah, the yeah. next runner-up, right? Mm-hmm. Then us. That's how it works. And strangely enough, Nostradamus, and I'm not saying Nostradamus is the one to listen to because he got a lot of flaws, but... It's strange that he says that the black man will ascend back to his throne around 4,000 B.C. I mean, 4,000 A.D., excuse me. 4,000 A.D. Now, we're 2,000 right now. Isn't it strange that's another 2,000 years? And we'll be going from the age of into Aquarius back into the age of Capricorn. And and those two ages are ruled by Saturn. Mm -hmm. And Saturn is the black man. Yeah. Right. Father Time, the oldest of the old, right? The ancient of days is us, right? That's Saturn. He's the oldest in the zodiac. He represents elderhood, right? That's us, right? You get so old, you forget sometimes. So you got to have an Aryan age to wake you up, <laughs> right? <laughs> you have to have a Pisces age to put you to sleep, and then you have to have an Aquarian age to wake you back up again, right? See, the blunt object was in the Aryan age. The knocked out, the knockout point when you're knocked out <laughs> now, right? And the wake yeah, up, is, oh man, what a hangover! Right? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and the hangover, once you're good, then the age of Capricorn is, in, and the black man is in power, right? We think Indeed. it's a long time. It's really a bleep on the radar screen. Nah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, you just think about. Yeah, four hundred years. I mean, yeah, four four hundred some years. Well, it'd be, it'd be four hundred years from now, we'll, we won't be passing the baton, but we'll be thinking about a, a baton, right? Mm-hmm. We'll be thinking, hey, you know what? Maybe we need to consolidate our our efforts. Maybe we need to kind of start talking because remember, China's already in Asia. I mean, China's already in Africa, right? Yeah, 
So they're the next foothold. They're the ones that can pass on the baton. Uh, the Indo-Europeans wane is here. He's waning, right? Mm-hmm. He, he, when you wane, you flail, right? He's flailing right now. Right? That's all of this mess that we got. He's flailing. Right? But in the flailing, he's going to flail and hit you and me and everybody else. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's like, like a... A, a dog or something like that that's on his last leg. Yeah, man. Last it's, it's, it's vicious. It's, yeah, it gets vicious. It gets vicious, <laughs> man. That's what it is. You know, so all these police shootings, you know, they, they, traded, they traded the sheets in for the badges. We know mm-hmm. that, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, they had an incident in North Carolina um, and that brother, man, the brother that's the chief in North Carolina looks like one of the brothers in ATL that's, that runs one of the mosques out there. I mean, they look like twins. But that brother exposed right them so-called kiking right are doing their little indo-european uh, uh self-aggrandizement thing talking mm-hmm. about they can't wait for a race war mm-hmm. and this is these are veterans on the force y'all yeah i mean i have stories upon stories upon stories right to tell you how intricately infiltrated the police department is by uh by uh, uh, white supremacy, white supremacy. Well, I mean, it's, it's it's public knowledge. The FBI. I mean, it's it's it's, it's out there. Yeah, <laughs> it's, so, it's out there. It ain't, ain't no figure, right? Yeah. But um, you know, that is the Aryan age. You know, not in the, it is expanded view because we could be here for two or three hours talking about just the points and the switching off and ons between uh, the different skirmishes between them and other different peoples around the world. I mean, it's not just. Uh, those there's uh, there's others right, uh, but those are the major ones because those are the areas where they could get out and start you know traveling and doing things. But this thing has spilled over. I mean, we're talking about all the way to Columbus. We're talking about the African uh, transatlantic slave trade. We're talking about even the sense of uh, the Islamic slave trade, right? I mean, all mm-hmm. of this is Indo-European. Islam is Indo-European. People say, no, it comes from the Middle East. The zone of confluence is the area where the Arabs, the Arab, literally meet the white meets the black. That's why you have that mixture, that color in that zone. Right? So they picked up and piggybacked the Aryan, the Indo-European way. Right? Because remember, Iran, Iranian, is not far from the Caucasus Mountains. It's the zone of confluence. Yeah. So understanding that yes, your Islam, when you do your your five times a day prayer, right? When you right wash your hands and what all that's Indo-European, all of it. Well, I mean the you know the the culture it came out of, yeah. you know they they uh, totally removed those elements like you know a lot and yeah. you know the the. I All mean, those teachers are uh, gone. You remember that movie, The Brothers? Remember that movie, The Brothers, with the four brothers? Uh, never saw it. I, I know what movie you're talking about, but I never watched well, it. Well, in the movie, right, uh, one of the brothers goes to see his mom. I think it's Bill Bellamy. And he goes mm-hmm. to see his mom, and he goes, oh, she says, oh, you've been dealing with them such and such women. And he's like, oh, mama. He said, well, what about Asian women? He said, well, she said, well, they ain't nothing but... Uh, Caucasian with uh, uh, with a with an egg roll. <laughs> I was like, oh wow! And then she, she said, uh, uh, "Well, she said, what about uh, Mexican?" She said, "Oh, that ain't nothing but one with a taco." I said, "Wow!" 
but it is true. I mean, there's a demarcation between, and it's known, right? It's just not stated that there is that which comes through our stock and has us in them and then the vice versa, right? Mm-hmm. And so this, it, we still have this zone of confluence throughout the world, this intermixture throughout the world. That's why we have these different problems amongst our own people, right? Because of all these kind of crazy intermixing processes that they've ensued. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, I mean, again, you can find this repetitiously because this is the modus operandi that he's on. It's everywhere. You just have to really stop and think about even the diet. Like, yeah, we ate meat, folks. Black folk ate meat, so I'm not sitting up here acting like we were vegetarian and all that. But the way we did it is different, right? The way we do it is different. The treatment of the animal is different, right? Mm-hmm. The Maasai love their cows, love their cows, right? But they also do use them for meat, and they do eat them. But they treat them with honor and respect. Remember, I said one of the cultural traits is the disrespect of nature. Right? If you've ever seen a chicken farm, you'll know, right? That's horrible. Yeah. Right? So, again, just going deep enough because we don't see it, right? Nah, this ain't, this ain't white. Nah, man, this is all you know, European. <laughs> For the most part. Right? There's some 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 sprinkling uh, African, uh, the African Asili here and there, right? But not much. Even mm-hmm. in Africa, the African Asili is being killed by the Indo-European through colonization, through uh, economic uh, plundering, right? Mm-hmm. It, it, it's, 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 he's pervasively infectious, right? So I'll leave it at that because I will, man, this... Uh, on the Indo-European and the age Aries, right? Man, I'd be on my soapbox on that, right? But that's uh, <laughs> right, folks. You can clearly see, right? Uh, this is what has transpired, right? And this is what we can go back and review, historically speaking, and understand and learn lessons from our ancestors and apply them to today. Indeed, indeed, indeed. So um, with that being said, you know, this episode was brought to you by Push It Forward Media Group and Calaprusha Astrology and our good people at Patreon. Um, you know, like I said at the beginning, the, the our patrons will, you know, get uh, linked into, you know, uh, a new kind of format we're playing around with, you know, so they'll they'll get the video uh, version of this uh, podcast. And, um, you know, we want you to give your feedback. Absolutely. And, um, you know, we're going to be tweaking that so you get to see it first. Indeed. Indeed. Um, And uh, don't forget to follow us on Cosmic Convos. Uh, Cosmic Convo on um, Instagram at C-O-S-M-I-C-C-O-N-V-O on Instagram. And that's where, you know, you you can stay in tune with what's new going on. Um, And that's also where the... uh, the link tree for all our different websites and you know all the different streaming platforms that we're on um as well and we got some other announcements that be coming up too um just waiting on the 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 go ahead but we're going to be on some other platforms as well coming soon indeed uh brother you got anything you want to you want to say before we before we get out of here no just uh stay tuned continue to spread it folks uh we appreciate you getting the word out there we really do because it's really growing 
Um, I'm getting a lot more feedback uh, this year, this uh, this season. So uh, we do appreciate the, the 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 participation. We appreciate the listening. We we appreciate the patrons. Uh, it's a joy and a pleasure to be able to bring this knowledge to the people. So by all means, uh, keep us going. Indeed, indeed. So you know, that being said. Um, you know, we'll be back here. Thank you for tuning in to this episode. We'll be back next week um, with another another banger for you. And um, everybody be safe out there. And um, we're out. Peace. Peace. Boom. Oh.